0: Well, friends, today we continue our sermon series on fruit of the Spirit, and this is fruit of the Spirit as enumerated by the Apostle Paul in his letter to the churches of Galatia. Um, I hope you remember what they are from Galatians 5. These are the fruit of the Spirit. Today, your preacher was to be Kevin Ireland, our pastoral resident, and he was really looking forward to talking to you about the fourth fruit of the Spirit, patience. But he's going to have to be patient and wait for his chance to preach, because unfortunately this last week, he was one of our adult volunteers at the middle school mission trip, and he and many others were exposed to and came down with COVID on that middle school mission trip. He's home and he's feeling okay, but he's not able to come back to church for a while. Um, he and Jose, uh, our director of student ministries, are both home with COVID right now. So, I'm going to share some of his thoughts and experiences, and I pray that together we are going to learn something new this morning about the power of the Holy Spirit and the depth of what it means to be patient. Patience sounds like a simple concept, right? I mean, even the children with Tate understood what it means to wait, to open a gift, that kind of thing. If you look it up in the dictionary, this is the definition, not hard to understand. Patience is the capacity to accept or to tolerate, delay, trouble, or without getting angry or upset. Simple and straightforward, right? I don't know about you, but when I think of patience, I think about having to wait in a line that's not moving, right? I have always really admired that person in line, like in front of me or behind me, who while I'm getting all worked up and impatient is just sitting there calm and serene. You know that person? My family always finds it funny watching me because delays don't bring out the best in me. But imagine my shock about a month ago when I asked Kevin what he was going to preach on with the fruit of the Spirit, patience. And he told me that he chose to preach from the Book of Lamentations, the Book of Lamentations. Forget patience as a virtue for those of us who hate delays, no, Kevin decided to go right to the darkest, most gut-wrenching suffering in all of Scripture to explore patience. Kevin chose to look at patience, the fruit of the Spirit, in its most powerful form. In Hebrew Scripture, this is known as waiting on the Lord. Remaining faithful in dire circumstances. So let me remind you the Book of Lamentations is a collection of five poems, and they are crying out to God over the destruction of the first temple in Jerusalem and the exile of the Israelites. Let me remind you, they are poems of dislocation and poems of anguish. And in these poems, the writer blames God with brutal vulnerability and sincerity for the destruction of their home, their life. The Hebrew name of the scroll that Lamentations comes from, the Hebrew name is just how. How? How do we go on? How do we live? And in this meticulously crafted poetry, the writer calls God out for the devastation and destruction of God's people. It's a way of speaking to God that I I frankly get a little uncomfortable with. So, let's take a deep breath. Let's open our ears and our hearts and let's hear God's word for us today from the third chapter of Lamentations. I am one who has seen affliction under the rod of God's wrath. God has darkness without any light. Against me alone he turns his hand again and again all day long. He has made my flesh and my skin waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He has made me sit in darkness like the dead of long ago. He has walled me about so that I cannot escape. He has put heavy chains on me. Though I call and cry for help, he shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with hewn stones. He has made my paths crooked. This is the word of the Lord. (laughs) Ouch. I'm in darkness without any light. I am wasting away. I am broken. I'm enveloped with bitterness. I'm chained to despair. I cry out and my prayers seem shut off. Such pain and suffering. But friends, if we're honest, Each of us here this morning have felt this way at some time, like everything's working against us, like we're lost or dismayed, disheartened or discouraged. And if we're honest, we know that many in our world today, at this moment, are crying out in pain. I can imagine this cry from those who are caught in the destruction of war in Ukraine. I can imagine this lament from those displaced from their homes by violence or natural disaster. I can hear this cry raised up from those who feel alone or homeless, helpless or hopeless, or from those who have suffered unexpected loss or dire diagnosis. The question is, what does such pain and suffering, such honest cries to God, what does this have to do with the fruit of the Spirit, patience? Well, the truth, in Hebrew scripture, waiting on the Lord, having patience, is where God's mercy is revealed. In those moments, even when things are at their worst, when a problem is Too big to solve, that is where God's mercy is found. And in Hebrew Scripture, patience isn't just about waiting until things get better. No, through patience, the Spirit allows us to see God's presence even in the pit of despair. Will you pray with me? Lord, we do hear the cry of Hebrew Scripture and We hear the cries of our world. We know that so many people are waiting this day, waiting for justice, for healing, for mercy. So open us to your word and teach us once more of your power. Show us what it means to be truly patient. Amen. So I'm going to read you Some words written by Kevin now about his experience this past week with the middle schoolers, a place where he learned something important about patience. Kevin writes, hi, y'all. I'm so bummed that I'm not able to be with you in person. I was really looking forward to seeing you all, especially those on our mission trip team. I'll be honest, probably like some of you, I was a little nervous about going on this trip. It'd been a while since I'd had the pleasure of hanging out with middle schoolers, but you all blew me away with your energy and exuberance, your passion and compassion, and with all the new cool phrases I learned like, baller and it's lit. (laughs) I have to let the rest of you in on a little secret, those of you here this morning. I promised my middle school mission team that if they came to church today, I would use the phrase it's lit in the sermon more than three times. And look, I've already used it twice. Seriously, hearing it's lit literally hundreds of times on a hundred degree roof while shingling will try your patience. But seeing the endurance and devotion shown by these kids got me to thinking about patience. And I realize that what I want to say to you about patience is, it's lit. Patience is what lights and ignites. Patience is a holy spark of the Spirit, especially when things are hard. Because when we are patient with each other, with ourselves, and with God, the Spirit transforms us and transforms our world, allowing us to see God's presence in our brokenness. Kevin continues, the projects we did this week, they were hard and sweaty, dirty and exhausting, and it took a lot of perseverance and fortitude and work. And some of our teams had the satisfaction of completing a project, but others didn't. But here's the thing, the work is never finished. Blueprint Ministries in San Antonio, Texas, hosts church groups all summer from all over Texas. And people come down and help for a few days, and each group picks up where the last group left off. Groups seldom witness the completion of a project, let alone any real abatement to the persistent problems of affordable housing in our cities, especially for those who are vulnerable, the elderly and the disadvantaged. The work is never really done. The projects never end. The problem's too big for one youth group or one ministry or one city to solve. And while having a dry roof will be an improvement for the life of the family we serve, it won't solve the deeper issues that confront them. But our work, our endurance, our patience was lit nonetheless. It was a spark of hope. It was the light of Christ It allowed us to see God's presence, to be God's presence. Patience allows us to experience God's presence. And the poet of our lament this morning follows the the accusations against God with this. Lamentations 321, but this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. How is hope found amid the sorrow and despair of destruction? By having the patience to recognize the newness of God's mercies every morning. Kevin N saying, let me give you just a few examples of where I witnessed God's mercies this last week. The homeowner of the house on which we worked was Maria Pena. Maria had recently lost her husband. She was caring for her daughter and granddaughter. But before leaving for work every morning, she made sure that we had a cooler of Gatorade ready. Morning by morning, new mercies I saw in the generosity of those whom we had come to serve." At chapel, the kids all had the opportunity every night to share where they saw God during the week, and several described the simple things like seeing God in the shade, (laughs) or the cool breeze, or the trip to Sonic or in the encouragement and affirmation from their teammates, or even from the stray dogs and cats that visited the work site. Morning by morning, new mercies I see, the patience and endurance of working on a hot roof, it allowed us to be more aware of things we might otherwise have taken for granted, otherwise maybe not noticed at all. On the last day of our projects, each group presented a homeowner with a scrapbook of pictures and messages from the kids. Here's a picture of our scrapbook for Maria. I think those there would agree that God's mercy was overflowing that morning in hugs, in tears, in connections, and in hope. Kevin ends his thoughts saying... The young people who went on this mission trip, their patience and their perseverance was lit, lighting the lives of others, igniting their faith, and lighting up the world with God's hope. As morning by morning, God's boundless mercies were revealed to them and through them. The patience and endurance exemplified by these kids and their adult volunteers revealed God's mercies to me each morning, and I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to come on the trip, to see the church in action, to serve alongside, and to share God's spirit as we worked building God's kingdom together. I wish, he says, I could be there in person, but I made a little video about working on a building that I hope you like.
1: I'm working on a building. The building, building with, with you. you I'm working on the building I'm working on the building I'm working on the building For my Lord, for my Lord It's the Holy Ghost building It's the Holy Ghost building It's the Holy Ghost building For my Lord, for my Lord With you, I'm a working on the building. I'm a working on the building. I'm a working on the building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's the Holy Ghost building. It's the Holy Ghost building. It's the Holy Ghost building for my. the word, and i work on the building with you I'm a working on the building I'm a working on the building I'm a working on the building for my lord <Jaeger> bearding for my Lord, for Holding my Lord. I'm working on a bearding. I'm a working on a bearding. I'm a working on a building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's the Holy Ghost to bearding. It's the Holy Ghost to bearding. The Holy Ghost building building for my Lord, for my Lord. I'm a working on a building. building. I'm a working on a building. Building building. I'm a working on a Building building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's the Holy Ghost to be It's the Holy Ghost be It's the Holy Ghost to be for my Lord, for my Lord.
0: But this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they come new. They they never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Friends, this is patience. This is patience in its richest and strongest form. Patience that comes from the Spirit of God working in us gives hope, even when the project too much to finish, gives us strength even when the problem is too big to solve, and gives us faith even when we feel God's absence or God's silence. Patience, patience that comes from the Spirit of God working within us assures us that light will come, that mourning will cease, that the mercy of God is right around the corner. What a gift. It's a gift that Jesus spoke of in the Beatitudes when he said this, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Not right now, but soon not on our timetable, but in God's merciful time. And blessed, I believe our young people have showed us, blessed are the patient, the truly patient, who aren't just waiting for things to get better, but are looking for God's presence in any and every situation and are working, working towards a better world, no matter what, the truly Patient who live knowing, really knowing that comes soon and we can be a part of. It.